Green is brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Being Green is brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Being Green. I'm Glynis Crook. It's official. From 2027, all plastic carrier bags and flat bags used in South Africa must be made out of 100% recyclable material. The new amendment to the regulations, which is under the auspices of the Environment Conservation Act, came into effect just over two weeks ago and applies also to imported bags. Under a staggered approach, bags must contain a minimum of 50% recycled material by the 1st of January 2023. That's in less than two years' time, 75% by 2025, and then 100% by 2027. Those who break the rules can be fined up to 5 million rand and face possible jail time. Well, I'm joined now by Anton Hanekom, who's Executive Director of Plastic South Africa, who led the plastic carrier and flat bag manufacturers' discussions with government on the new regulations. Anton, uh, what has the reaction of the industry been to the news? Maybe um, let me just uh, start off by acknowledging government's openness and willingness to engage with the plastic bag manufacturers in finalising the regulations. The plastic bag manufacturers are positive um, about the regulations. Originally, when the discussion started, there were some concerns specific around the definitive targets that's been set and the availability of the post-consumer recycled. Important to know that bag manufacturers do not have control over the post-consumer recycled they, in terms of collecting and so on. Mm. But as you mentioned, they, at the end of the day, will... will uh, pay the fine and uh, will end up in prison if they don't comply with that. Mm-hmm. The concern around the, the post-consumer uh, recycled availability is that if one look at 75% by 2025, uh, that means that 36% more tonnages recycled will be used. And under the current infrastructure, that will put us under severe pressure I wanted to uh, ask to, you about manufacturers, how um, geared up they are to meeting these deadlines. But first, could you explain to us, I was going to ask you what this post-consumer recyclet actually means. The rules call for these plastic bags to be made from this, but what is it actually? That is the material that's been generated to waste by the end user, uh, which can no longer be used for the uh, purpose that it was intended. Now, the end user in this case, will be including their households and commercial, industrial, and institutional facilities. Just to unpack that a little bit uh, further, it will give us basically two streams of post-consumer recycling. The one is a mixed and colored form, which is basically coming from the general waste stream, domestic waste stream and logistics, things like your printed shrink wrap, fresh produce bags, bread bags, uh, that will give you a, a dark color, and if you use that, it will only give you a dark recycled that can be used in a dark bag. The other one is a smoking material coming from your more post-industrial applications and logistics, and that's more your unprinted pallet wrap, shrink wrap, and smaller quantities of clear packaging foam. Now, the demand for recycled is more for the smoky because you can create these attractive colors that we use for plastic bags. 
that smoking is also in high demand for other recycled content products. So we will probably have to rethink um, the color of the bags at the end of the day as well. You, so you've mentioned that it's going to be difficult to get these post-consumer recyclers, but what impact is it going to have on the cost of producing the bags? We, at this point of time, it's, it's difficult to give a clear answer on that. Typically, your virgin material is much more expensive than your recycled content, but it does mean we need to collect more waste. We need to put infrastructure in place, which might cost more money. So there's no clear answer if it will have an impact on the cost or will increase it. In terms of the issues for the environment, surely it's not just about the plastic bags, but also about all the other containers and products are made using plastic. Yeah, that's that's true. And I think worldwide plastics has been demonized. Um, but it's important to note that plastics is still one of the most fit for purpose, environmentally friendly products, uh, provided that it's collected and recycled. So there's a big drive at the moment to redesign products, to look at the recycled content in the products to increase that. We're also uh, looking at the increase of the recycling rate and the end-of-life solutions. The biggest challenge that we have is to get waste out of the waste stream. Uh, in South Africa, about 34% of South Africans do not have any waste management in place. So there's a big role still to be played by municipalities. We're also expecting that the extended producer responsibility and PROs that will be come alive later this year, that they will assist us with unpacking and unlocking um, more waste. It's not just the recycled, not just plastic bags, but it is an issue of how do we deal with, with the other products as well. And it's also, of course, about our responsibility, how we as individuals take care of our plastic waste. Thanks to Anton Hanukum, Executive Director of Plastic South Africa, which is the umbrella body for the plastics industry in South Africa. Well, that's it for this week from Eglinus Crook. Take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. If we condense the history of Earth into 24 hours, then we've been around for a few seconds. A short time to create havoc yet long enough to know that we have the power to make a difference to our planet. It starts at home from the moment we wake up and turn on our energy-saving light bulbs. Switch on to a sustainable world with Galinda Moser from Remax Living, our passionate and proud sponsor of Being Green on Fine Music Radio. FMR.